Hey, this is the guys from the Humedahex podcast. Hey we, there. We want to jump in real quick and talk about the effects of COVID-19. Um, comic book stores are really suffering right now. And all joking aside, if you are interested in comics or you already have a comic book supplier, contact them, increase your pull list, or do something. Because right now they're having so much trouble getting comic books in. If you've been holding off on buying that graphic novel, now is a great time to do it because if we lose our comic book stores, we lose part of our culture. You yeah. know, most of our conversations are about comic books and comic book culture, movies stemming from comic books. Look for those back issues you're missing, those uh, pivotal issues, uh, the rare issues. Uh, call them up, see what they can order for you. They need your support more than ever right now. If you want recommendations and you don't currently read comic books, get a hold of us on our Discord. We always have a link to our Discord in our description. We have a comic books thread on our Discord. Or ask us on Twitter at Media Theseus. Um, we will give you recommendations. Somebody will always respond to everything you post on either of our, any of our social medias. You will always get a response. So remember, support your local comic shops right now. Remember, most of those guys aren't the comic book guy from The Simpsons. They actually welcome you into their shops. <clears throat> and we're not talking... These people are just selling the paperbacks. They're not... They don't have Disney, Marvel, or DC money. Go. So look for those... Uh, the collectibles, the, the statues. Uh, look for collections. Look for uh, trades, hardcovers. Comic book stores sell board games. If we're talking about that stuff, they have board games too. There's plenty of stuff in there. Stuff for everyone. Magic the Gathering cards. So support your local comic shop. Welcome to Humed Hex Podcast. I'm Peter. Soy Franco. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we're going international on this one. Miyamo Corey. I'm English. Yeah. I speak English. Sprechen's the English. <laughs> Too many tacos and quesadillas for dinner tonight. So. Oh yes, tacos. Taco, Taco Bell tacos, Taco Bell nacho tacos. Get that Ta hepatitis A now. Mm -hmm. Taco Bell, give us money. We've plugged you three times. Tying Unfortunately, Doritos. Taco Bell doesn't plug you. <laughs> no, quite the opposite. This is that card against humanity card called uh, Night of Taco Bell and <laughs> Good Times. <laughs> uh, I'll have to find that card in my Cards Against Humanity and post just the card with no context on our Discord. So when everybody sees that card and wonders why this got posted a week before a week and a half before the podcast gets posted. Oh no. <laughs> um so my media this week oh we have to revisit something from last week see oh <laughs> <laughs> um, franco we finished last week's conversation about the uh maverick circle jerk <laughs> do you think any more about that i try not to okay was i here for that i don't remember that yeah, uh... Getting all mavericky. Yeah, it's probably best if we just move on from that <laughs> entire conversation. I... Yay, yay, yay. 
binge watched <laughs> an entire Netflix show with Tammy just for today. Have you seen Lock and Key on Netflix or seen anything about it online yet? No, I have not. <laughs> <clears throat> so Lock and Key is a comic book series. It's a horror, a sci-fi horror, not intergalactic, but there's definitely elements of science fiction in it. Uh, it's based on a comic book series from the 2000s in which these kids' father gets killed. And when he dies, they move into his old family home in Massachusetts. In the TV show, it's the Key House. And their last names are all Locke. In this house, there are magical keys that do various things. There's the head key, which you... Uh can unlock somebody's head and remove things from them or put things in there. So in the show, the big brother takes books and throws the books into his own head. So that way he can use the knowledge from the books to impress a girl. Yeah, books don't impress girls. (laughs) The knowledge inside (laughs) them, though. That's where it's at. Yes. If you knew the entire Kama Sutra off the top of your head? You mean you don't? (laughs) Um, The sister goes into her own head and removes her fear. In the comic book, her fear is represented by a small little mouse. In the show, it's represented by this dark, feral form of herself with gnarly claws and awesome death and everything else. Um... She stabs her fear repeatedly, throws it in a duffel bag, and shallow graves it in our world. And then later on in the series, she has to dig up her fear and use it to help save her family because the fear automatically attacks whoever she's afraid of. So the fear. So this was a mouse, though, that she originally stabbed to death and buried. In the comic book, it's a mouse that she takes out of her mind and puts it in a drawer and keeps it next to her bed. In the TV show, it's a monster. It attacks two people in the TV show. But she didn't stab the mouse. <clears throat> she did not stab the uh, mouse. Okay. That's... It's a little less dramatic television yeah, than, yeah. you know, her doppelganger. So, the show is riddled with terrible actors and actresses. Uh, pretty good, but probably early 2000s special effects. And... A decent story, but very drawn out. Like, the first two episodes will bore you to tears because they're just introducing everything and everyone. But the story revolves around these three kids and the well lady. And the well lady is a shadow of another person. Very intricate storyline. But basically, the well lady is out to kill the rest of them. And she needs all the keys. And she can't do she can't take the keys from a lock because a lock she cannot take the keys from a lock. She's not able to. But if they give it to her, they're good to go. Or she's good to go. This is just gonna deepen my mistrust <laughs> of women out of wells. <laughs> Cause the ring didn't do it enough. Right, for yeah, yeah. Now I'm really going to avoid them. And lassie. Yeah. Hey, were you in a well? Oh, sorry. I'm going to go over here now. <laughs> Bart and the Simpsons. <laughs> it, it's a show. It's only 10 episodes long right now. It ends on a massive cliffhanger. It's horror-esque without actually being scary. There's 
Well, I can't say there's no death. A child gets killed. Oh, there's a plus. Yes. Thrown in front of a subway train. Ah. Because one of the keys is called the anywhere key. And when you use it on a door, you can go anywhere. So the well lady is in front of a burned out house, uses the anywhere key on the door, opens it up into a subway and throws a kid through the door into the train and takes his key. Hmm. I'm assuming this kid was not a lock then. This kid was not a lock and uh, was only in the show for two minutes before he was brutally murdered. Mm, Splattered. Yes. And it has your Netflix mandatory PG sex scene in which that person ends up dead. Oh. So. We like the uh, PG sex scenes. There's a there's a tallyable amount of death in Dead show. kids, PG sex, I'm all in. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd strongly recommend you watch it if you're any if you're interested in it at all. Um, while we're on the subject, Netflix makes some very quality programming. They do, and did you know you can download their app for free? Yes. And they have fantastic shows like Lock and Key. <laughs> well if they're at like thirteen dollars a month? I don't know. It just automatically comes out of the bank account. Uh, the bank fairy pays for it. Folks, you have a friend who has a password. Use it. Yeah. But, no, I, again, I'd recommend the show. And if you haven't, read the comics. The show sticks pretty well to the comics. Very enjoyable. It And the cliffhanger that it ends on definitely takes... There's no way the show can go in the same direction as the comics at that point. It's impossible. Much like The Walking Dead. Yes, very much like The Walking Dead. They even introduced keys in the show that weren't in the comics at all. Because all the, char- the keys have various abilities. There's the ghost key, which the, their spirit leaves the body, and literally you just have a dead body on the floor. I hate when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> the fire key, which you can strike it on any surface, and it automatically combusts. It In one scene, it turns... Uh, the concrete walls of a jail into molten lava. Toasty. Yes. Yeah. And if you uh, poke it into somebody, they uh, they die. They go... Pfft. As one does. Yes. Very spectacularly. It's fireworks from the inside. It's really bad indigestion. Mm. <laughs> so, Frank, how's this so, Futurama, Ben? <laughs> back to Pretty, good. Pretty good. Pretty <laughs> good. <laughs> I'm still working my way through it. It's been pretty much Futurama and Pokemon, so I haven't done much of anything else media-wise. Got to enjoy Gengar and Nidoran today. Very much. Some more than others. (laughs) Do you have three full sets? Um, I only got one Nidoran. Oh, okay. Because I really didn't do too many of those. No, I struck out. No shiny. Well, you're used to striking out. Striking out, out, yeah, yeah. it's life. Pokemon is life. Life is a baseball bat in a weak man's hands. <laughs> life is a series of down endings. Aww. And that's it for this week, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in next week when we go to a morgue. <laughs> Corey has to buy oh. an Uberderm in bulk. <laughs> Oh, I'm and just going to the, the morgue, he has to do that. <laughs> the, uh, 
Halloween episode South Park with the two guys from the morgue and the jar of Vaseline. <laughs> this all has to come out. <laughs> I'm really glad to say I didn't see that. <laughs> uh, so, what have you been up to this week? You know... I don't want to know. <laughs> oh, it's just more disappointment. I uh, I decided I was going to start using the Hulu that I've been paying for for two years, apparently. <laughs> Didn't know that I had. Um, Which has been a running joke on our Discord. And a, uh, they have a wealth of Marvel shows. Not as quality as Netflix Marvel shows, by the way. So I decided I was going to pick up The Gifted. This was a show that ran for maybe three episodes on network television, and that was probably three episodes too many. I got about ten minutes into that first episode, recognized one character, and turned it off. It was, it was awful. <laughs> what universe does The Gifted take place in? It's the Fox X-Men universe, isn't it? But they can't use any of the Fox X-Men. Correct. They are mutants. And they do have, you know, mutant holding facilities and all that. But there's just no... There's no build-up, no characterization. There's just... No story. There's no story. There. But I was, I was uh, surprised that uh, Polaris... Is one of the main characters. Uh, she thought wow. she was Magneto's daughter for a time. She doesn't have the green hair in the show, but she was one of the characters. They never call her Polaris, but there she is. She's got powers of, uh, you know, electromagnetism. And I thought that was kind of cool, but there was just nothing going on in that show. <laughs> so, in other words, there was no skin. <laughs> there was not. Uh. One guy got shot in the arm, and he had light for blood. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, his power was kind of cool. His light <clears throat> could uh, shine light from his hands. Oh, so he was the human flashlight. Right, right. His power could have been I guess that's substituted with two high-wattage spotlights. Yeah, It's better than the human flashlight. Ah. <laughs> you know, Kevin Smith made a lot of money hawking the flashlight on the Smodcast. So, Kevin Smith, if you're listening, hook us up with some fleshlights or their money. One or the other. <laughs> They're all for you, buddy. <laughs> Frank, I, I'm assuming, I'm just jumping to the conclusion you're not interested in one of those? No, not really, no. Okay. <laughs> so, what you see is their flashlights. I know what they are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with no flash. You know, the thing that scares me most, when we go to St. Louis, I got a room with him. As long as you don't come out of the bath. Nope. 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 <laughs> <clears throat> I'm taking a very long shower. I'll see you at 8. Oh, you know, we are four weeks away from that. Oh, uh, less than Not that, even. Yeah. yeah. I think it's three weeks from today. No, no, today's no, the first. No. Four, yeah, four weeks from today. It's next uh, week. Two yeah. days less than four weeks. Yeah. Still, that, that's a big one. Yep. It's Excitement exciting. in the Humetahex world. So is there anything else interesting on Hulu? Or did you just find one? You know, I saw one. Uh, yeah, I tried that. Call it a day. But there's also uh, 
Legion. Legion, I've heard great things about. I'm going to check it out. But uh, Legion is Xavier's son. Uh, I think with Moira, Moira McTaggart. I don't remember if they actually said it was. I'm pretty sure, yeah, David. Yeah. Yeah. It was alluded so it is, to. Yeah. It was alluded to yeah. in one of the movies that uh-huh. she now has a son. and uh-huh. But they didn't come out and say it was Charles's son. But in the comic books, it definitely is. And he's got insane mental powers. Uh, not as fine-tuned as Xavier, but out of control crazy. It's odd that I didn't know that Fox did all these X-Men shows. They must have this, all been human. This was failures. right after, of course, the X-Men, the first X-Men movie came out, and they were capitalizing right. on it. And it didn't run on the mainstream Fox network. It was on FXX. Huh. I don't know if it's still running. If they had actually done some push for this stuff, maybe they wouldn't have been flops. Like, maybe advertise them during The Simpsons, coming on after Family Guy, you know, make it relevant to nerds. Right, right. Uh, Well, I think the problem, too, is you're talking television budget, and, you know, you can't do movie special effects on a television budget, and that's what people are expecting nowadays. I mean, DC has done really well in the CW, alternatively. But then you're talking, what, 15, 10, 15, 20 years ago? Yeah. Yeah, that's... You know, you show someone with their hands lighting up, that takes, you know, a third of your budget for the, the episode. Right, and bleeding light. And well, it's actually a cool effect. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll find on a lot of these shows, they're simple powers that don't require a lot of special effects. Right. I move my hands, and this thing over there moves, and there's nothing to connect them. Heroes did really well. For the first I two seasons. really liked that show. That was one of my favorite shows. I bought them on DVD box sets afterwards. I've got them all. Even that one season of Reboot. Right. Shh, don't. Don't yeah. watch that if you didn't. Mm-mm. So, uh, before we cut the break, I'd like to uh, get Corey's take on all the pictures of cock you've been getting on Discord, Corey. Oh, wonderful, wonderful puns. Uh, (laughs) Everything from cockatiels to cocktails. Uh, Frank's just shaking his head. Tom Cruise cocktail, one of my favorites. Uh, The rooster with abnormally large breasts. A henaphrodite? The henaphrodite. (laughs) Just want to thank you all for your contributions. And Megan, if you're out there, you're getting way too much into this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Megan loves pictures of cock. <laughs> she alone has posted four pictures. I'm looking five. She has posted five pictures herself. So, Bill, if you're listening, I'd be afraid. Very afraid. <laughs> or not. Just yeah, depends on start, what mood you're in. we start seeing pictures of Bill in there, we're going to be worried. That channel might need shut down. Bill posted <laughs> the picture of cock. Right, cock. That one made me laugh. <laughs> He's a home improvement type of guy, apparently. Yes. Yeah, I just I was very happy when I saw the uh, community outreach to supply you with pictures to get right. you through your day. Because we care. <laughs> you guys, you, you really love us. We're you love so us. Glad. You really love us. What, one dozen members of our community? Sweet. We got an even dozen now? 
I think we're up to an even dozen. Something like that. Yeah, shoot for that baker's dozen next. Yeah. Um, Hopefully we'll be stepping up in that category soon, but we'll talk about that later. But it's an early first segment, but I think we're good here, don't you? Sure. Okay. We'll be back after the commercials. Enjoy them. They give us money. Hasta la vista. And welcome back to Humetahex Podcast. How was your commercial break? We hope you, you've enjoyed it and buy their products so that they send us money. Dollar bills. I'll take quarters. <laughs> I'm not a proud man. Yeah, because we know what you do at the dollar bills. <laughs> so much wasted money. So this week, our bulk topic is going to be alien invasions. Everything from movies, video games, and books. Who wants to kick it off? Corey. Oh, <laughs> always, always a favorite alien invasion has got to be the secret invasion. Scrolls invading New York City. Taking over some of our favorite characters. So... The Secret Invasion, we, the three of us, have talked about this many times, and I feel like it would be a misnomer if we didn't let Frank go on his soapbox about the huge misstep that happened <laughs> in the fallout of Secret Invasion. Frank? Hank Pym. <laughs> yes. They could have eliminated the slap, and they did not. Back when Jim Shooter was writing The Avengers, um... Round issue 210 or so, uh, Hank Pym slapped Janet, and he's been a wife beater ever since from one slap, and they could have erased this whole thing with him being a scroll at this point, because it would have fit in perfectly with the idea of, you know, messing with the Avengers, and, you know... The whole thing got him fired from the Avengers and kicked out, rather, not fired. Um, and his reputation ruined and all that sort of fun stuff. They could have retconned the whole thing quite easily, and they didn't. I'm off the soapbox. <laughs> that whole thing, I mean, they even carried that into the Ultimates. Right. When he went after Janet with the bug spray. <laughs> but. That, yeah, but a uh, blob then. Eight, Janet. Hank then turns giant, grabs the blob, and bites his torso off. Yes. Those were visceral comics. <laughs> the Ultimates were quite ultimate. They, uh, even with the the start of it, was kind of the first movie of the Avengers, the Chitauri invasion. Mm-hmm. And let's just say Hulk was forceful with the aliens Hulk thrust (laughs) Hulk smash (laughs) repeatedly yes another movie and I'm sorry uh, Independence Day and Men in Black some great Will Smith movies yes unlike Wild Wild West yes that was the beginning (laughs) of the fall but I love Men in Black I even like the cartoon show that they had I am just so disappointed they only released one season on DVD. 
Oh, you were a fan of the show too? Oh, yes. I talked to somebody the other day. Something Frank has watched. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Put it on the list. There you go. Hey, I even have the rest of them on on, uh, VHS. Wow. That I've taped them every Saturday morning or whenever it was on. Oh, what were the... I I remember Frank... Hey, Frank! (laughs) Frank was the pug. Frank was the pug. What were the uh, worms? Oh. Did they have names? I don't know if the I don't think they these. did, but they had more of a part because, you know, it's animation, so you can, you know, you're not spending, you know, all your budget on, you know, five minutes of worms like the... They were hilarious yes. in the show. Mm-hmm. They got into all kinds of antics. <laughs> Hilarity ensued. Hilarity ensued. Yeah, speaking of dancing worms, the uh, Chippendales <laughs> are being canceled at the 717, so... Uh, return your tickets. They're not coming. Literally. <laughs> well, they, <laughs> they may still, but they won't be there. <laughs> oh, magic of However, if you want to contact Corey through our Discord, I'm sure you can see his dancing worm. Dancing worms. This will be another great channel. We go from pictures of cocks to dancing worms. I might need the episode that. <laughs> That'd be a good one for it. Dancing worms. People will be like, I am intrigued. Let me click on that. Or disgusted. One of the two. So speaking of... Or disappointed wor- when there are no dancing worms. Speaking of worms, there's this terrible video game series which has multiple entries... And all of the, this is one of those Earthworm games. Earthworm Jim. That is a game, but that's not the one I'm thinking of. It's called Earth Defense Force. It's so bad that it's fantastic. It you are a member of the Earth Defense Force in Japan, and you have to protect the planet from the alien invaders, which consists of skyscraper-sized ants, spiders, and other insects. And you run around as a normal human being and shoot rocket launchers at giant insects. Hmm. Sounds like it might be ineffective. It's awesome. (laughs) It's so much fun. It's dumb. I mean, they have Godzilla. I mean, what's Godzilla doing that you have to shoot rockets at these things? He's on vacation. (laughs) He's been hanging out with the the beast from Cloverfield. Ugh. It's going to get coronavirus. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's something we should really talk about. Coronavirus. That different kind of alien invasion. Yeah. Small invasion. It's funny how paranoid people are. You know, it's one of those, uh, I'm not elderly or a small child, so I'm not worried. Right. They're, they will have plenty of chance to... We had a chance to be safe. Nobody took it seriously. Now it is what it is. We'll either be fine or we won't be fine. Either way, don't let it get you down. Don't let it hold you back. Yeah, hooray for pandemics. There will be more parking spaces available. (laughs) And the used car market market is just going to skyrocket. Dirt cheap. (laughs) Housing, dirt cheap. This car is 70% off. Oh, what's going on? Somebody bled out their eyeballs in it. You know. Has the blood been cleaned? 
Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Lysol. <laughs> Just stick a knife in the bottom of the can, throw it in, yeah. wait twenty minutes, and then drive. You'll <laughs> <laughs> be right. Fine. Um, other video games. Um, have you ever heard of Rabbids? Yes. No. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Frank doesn't play the video games other than Pokemon. So the rabbits are technically an alien species on Earth in the video game universe. They're technically... Because they started in the Rayman universe and then were pulled into the real world. In Rabbids Go Home, they tried building a junk tower to the moon. So they're technically an alien species. But have invaded Earth and caused chaos. Now, is the moon... Would Moonians be considered aliens? It's a satellite of Earth. Well, technically, they're home. Like, Puerto Ricans are still Americans. Right. <laughs> and Mexicans are still Earthlings. Right. See. So, <laughs> Taco Bell, live dangerously. But close to the bathroom. Yokito Taco Bell. Yeah. I miss that dog. You're not running for the border, that's for sure. <laughs> Taco Bell, eat great, even late. Yeah, unless great, you're in downtown yeah. State College, then tough luck, kids. <laughs> sheets for you. Does sheets have tacos? They do. Are they good tacos? I've not tempted fate. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Burger King tacos are awful. Oh, I imagine so. Jack in the Box tacos, though, good stuff. Why don't we have a Jack in the Box in? There's not a single jack in the box in the state of Pennsylvania. There's another alien invasion. Alien fast food, jack in the box. You know, Taco Bell, you had your chance. You could have sponsored us. We gave you the opportunity. Now we're all about the jack in the box. We're going to get the antenna balls and everything. They have medicine to cure that now. (laughs) (laughs) Penicillin. Uh, Ointment for your... Antenna balls. Um, another good game, and I'm gonna go back a little bit. But Area 51. Do you remember playing that in the arcades? The one with the Aerosmith soundtrack. Yes. Yes. Yep. So they, they the arcade game was brilliant. Um, it used light gun technology. There were lots of aliens behind red barrels, and all red barrels in every video game explode. And green barrels always have acid, so there were plenty of creative ways to kill the aliens. It had destructive environments. Jet planes blew up. It was a great time, but that was an alien invasion. And Aerosmith. Yes. They ported it to the PS1 and sold it. Mad Cats made a special blaster specifically for the game. But they made the blaster so that way your thumb was the trigger instead of your finger. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah, it didn't work. (laughs) They then did a follow-up game, a sequel for it, for the Xbox, PlayStation 2, and I don't know if they made it for the GameCube or not, but you actually dug around. like You actually went down into Area 51. It was very first-person shootery instead of on-the-rails shooter like the original one was. Right. And you had to declassify all the files 
and kill all the alien species that were invading that had risen up in there. Like it basically screamed of doom in another way, right? Which is another kind of invasion species because we invade Mars and then the portal to hell is opened on Mars and we kill all the demons and blood and death happens and right people leave happy. And uh, who was it? The, the Rock. The Rock. Yeah, The Rock happened. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm sure you haven't seen it, Frank, but they did a movie called Doom, in which Dwayne The Rock Johnson was a space marine that got possessed by a demon. I and did not see it. It had a, I could be wrong, I don't remember the time frame, but it was either a three-minute or 11-minute first-person scene. where Oh, the, yeah. The guy is literally running down the halls in a first-person perspective, just like in the video game, sees himself in a mirror, punches the mirror, but it's just... The entire movie was awful. The first person scene had people in theaters screaming because that scene was so good. And you know, like, there was no actor involved in that. It was just one guy that there was a, a stage tunnel and he just grabbed the camera and he ran down the tunnel as quickly as possible. <laughs> and everything else after that was all special effects because that, that entire scene was just a bloodbath. He killed everything that got in his way. Wouldn't that be nice to do in real life? <sighs> That's what Walmarts are for. Yeah. Uh, other alien invasions. Uh, invasion of the Body Snatchers. Uh, to tie back to the scrolls, the uh, scrolls imitated the people they were replacing. Body Snatchers, same thing. Um, we'll have to come back to that. <laughs> Another great game, uh, XCOM. So XCOM is a strategy game in which you are a defender of Earth killing the aliens, and it's very defense and grid-based. So like you can move a certain amount of spaces, and you can hide behind a wall or something. And if you hide behind that wall, even though that wall can take damage and eventually get worn down, it can protect you from damage for that turn. Kind of like the walls in Space Invaders. Yes. <laughs> Which is the original Space Invasion video game. Correct. Um, so they... In this game, they did an offshoot called the Bureau, which screams of, like, 1960s CIA. And the entire game felt like that. It had the, the packaging had a special packaging where you had to slip the cover off. And the slip cover was all this black... Um, what do they call that when they black out, like, a file and stuff. Uh, redacted. Yeah, so the the slip cover makes the entire game cover look redacted, and all you see is a guy with his derby hat facing off into, like, a, a 60s Main Street, and then when you take off the slip cover, you see the aliens, and his neck is actually, like, a robotic spine removed from his body. Very cool. Does he wear women's underwear, like, 1960s CIA? I'm I'm sorry, but I don't understand the reference. J. Edgar, Edgar Hoover. Hoover. <laughs> what? <laughs> J. Edgar Hoover, CIA director under Kennedy, right, in the 60s. I'm uh, nodding my head. You've probably heard that. Wore women's underwear. Okay, that's, that's weird. Is there a reason? 
Did it just make him feel pretty, oh so pretty? Possibly. I don't know any reason for it. I just... Okay. These are the facts. My mind is a little blown right now. What alien invasions there? Uh, the CIA uh, started the Black Ops, the Men in Black. Roswell. Roswell, right. Which we circle back to Men in Black. Men in Black is awesome. But we really know what happened at Roswell, don't we, Frank? That's right. It's Bender and Zoidberg. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but that that's a fantastic like Futurama has had probably what three alien invasions per season. They even thought Lila was an alien. Turns out she's just a mutant. Right. And Fox can call her a mutant. Because they own the rights to X Men. Right. <laughs> But uh, how many... The Poplars. The Poplars in the... I am Lur. <laughs> of the planet Omicron, Percy I-8. Is this mic on? I don't... <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I mean, they invaded Earth more than once. I just love... Uh, You're eating our children! And F Fry just slowly puts one in his mouth anyhow. <laughs> Every time I see that, I just picture butter-salted fried shrimp. And it makes me hungry for butter, salted, fried shrimp. You know, eating the young of another species just really isn't that big of a turnoff for me. No. Uh, well, eating the young of your own species probably isn't either, but... <sighs> they're just so filling. Love a child, can't eat a whole one. <laughs> That's correct. Uh, I just watched the episode of The Simpsons where Homer raised his uh, crab. Or lobster... <laughs> Oh, and it gives him a nice hot bath. Yeah. <laughs> oh, pinchy. Mm, so tasty. <laughs> I'll miss you, pinchy. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody else is allowed to eat it. <laughs> it's how pinchy would have wanted it. <laughs> um, not all alien invasions are terrible. Uh, Mork and Mindy, E.T., Alf. They were all aliens who came to Earth. Um, not necessarily full-scale invasions, but... Well, what did E.T. really do that was such a great thing? Caused all kinds of havoc for this town. He let a kid fly a bicycle through the sky. <laughs> yeah, we can do that with a cannon. Okay, well, <laughs> let's do it then. I want to fly a bicycle through the sky. If it's that easy, let's do it. Uh, I've lived War a good life. The Star Wars <laughs> reference in there was brilliant, though. The kid dressed up as Yoda for Halloween, and E.T. recognizes them. But then we pull back to episode one in the Senate, and there are both Yoda and an E.T. species in the Senate. Yes. Just never alluded to again, including the Clone Wars. Well, you know, you just put Easter eggs in the movies and, you know... It's like uh, the Futurama and the PJs. The manhole covers on a couple episodes of Futuramas had advertisements for the PJs on it. And on the PJs, they had a milk carton with fry on it. Have you seen this kid? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So, you know, the Easter eggs are fun. You don't have to mention them again, but...
Would the Iron Giant be considered an alien movie? Was he alien? It's Vin Diesel. Okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, the Iron Giant is Vin Diesel. I have the Iron Giant pop. Oh. Because, uh, did you ever see Ready Player One? I have not. <laughs> Neither have I. Uh, it's a mind-blowingly good movie. I watched Pixels last night. It's kind of like... That's, that's an alien invasion! <laughs> it is! Pixels are aliens! <laughs> they were Martians and uh, took over 80s pop culture to invade Earth. And Peter Dinklage was the world's best Donkey Kong player. Right, except he used cheat codes. <laughs> well, there's so many more alien... Uh, Mars Attacks. Yeah, I forgot all about that. That was an awful movie. <laughs> Brilliant in how awful it was. Uh, that's one of those movies that... Get, it was a callback to every B-movie you ever saw. And just reveled in how awful B-movies are. Which what really made the movie great for me. I like the little tiny heads. that. Wasn't that a reference to something? The little tiny heads that blew up? Because their heads blew up, didn't they? In a couple instances. I'm trying to remember. There was another campy movie from back then that involved aliens and going... Um, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes? Might be, yeah. Because they were technically... They were aliens, yeah. Yeah. And were killed by the song Puberty Love, and they exploded when this song was played. Oh, EO, killer tofu. Sorry. <laughs> um, this just came into my head. Halo. Oh, Halo, yeah. Halo, the entirety of Halo is alien species. And a lot of Halo crosses into... Uh, not. I don't want to say crosses, but... Halo was inspired in part by Ender's Game. I don't know if either of you have read uh, Ender's. The, I've seen the movie. Yeah. It's incredible. Uh, Harrison Ford was in it, so that's that's all that it requires for a movie to be good. Right, right, right. Yeah. Han Solo himself. Right. But Halo is... Uh, the Covenant invades Earth. They are trying to get a hold of these rings which are called halos and the inner the inside of the rings are an atmospheric terrain of metal steel mixed with nature land grass everything and they worship these rings because they're left by a previous species well it turns out that earth underneath africa has something that can control all the rings called the Ark. And the level that you could go into a Halo game, into the lore and stuff, is on a Star Wars level. And it, it hasn't even been around anywhere near Star Wars. But they've got offshoot stories, they've done movies, they've done TV shows, they've done the video games. And I will forever love Halo for the the velocity the volume of lore that there's is there. a talk of a Halo movie coming out yeah an actual motion picture right, they've right, done a few right. animated motion pictures which are incredible if you haven't had a chance to and watch and Red vs. Blue Red vs. Blue is hilarious 
uh, red versus blue for you that don't know it, Frank. Um, they it takes place within the video game Halo's multiplayer, where people are literally dressed in red armor and blue armor, and they they're designed to fight and kill one another, but neither of them know why they're killing the other people. And it uses an ensemble cast, and as the games progressed, they managed to come up with excuses for why their armor was getting better and better and better. And then it turns into this whole chaotic storyline, and the series ends by going all the way back to where it begins. It, it's... It's funny. It's hard to explain because it's so chaotic. Like, there's one crazy guy, and the reason he's crazy is because he's a mass murderer. And <laughs> or is he... Church is a god. Church is able... After a church dies, he's able to take control of anybody else's bodies. Right. Yeah. It's just a crazy show, but it's hilarious. You know, other alien invasions. Uh, what did we have? Um, killer clowns from outer space. Never seen it. Oh, you must. Must they I are, Yes. They are alien spiders who look like clowns who uh, cocoon people in cotton candy and then suck out their insides. <laughs> Their spaceship looks like a circus tent. Frank's just shaking his head. I take it you haven't seen it? I have not seen it, no. <laughs> I have heard of it, though. Um, The Brood. The Brood. X-Men always fighting the Brood. Some of the best strings and storylines that the X-Men have. Because whenever the Brood return, you know that major players in the X-Men universe are going to end up dead. Or repowered. Right. Yeah. But now that they have Krakoa, they just respawn. I, I, I've i fallen out of the X-Men, and Frank brought up Krakoa last week when they were, we were talking about Jubilee's eminent demise. How do they have Krakoa, and what is the deal? Because Krakoa was... The Living Island. The Living Island, right. That literally caused Deadly Genesis. So, I need backstory. Apparently it's a mutant haven now. Right. I, I'm not sure how it began, with how it, how it turned into that, but apparently there's five mutants whose combined powers can raise other mutants back from the dead. Gold Balls, who was a roommate of Miles Morales... The new Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, his power was to create golden balls. Well, those along with, uh, what is it, Xavier's brain in Cerebro. Uh, and I don't know the rest of the mutants, but using his balls as cloning pods and Charles Xavier's brain in Cerebro to put all the memories of the fallen mutant back into this cloned body of the mutant. Yeah, so basically they have a resuscitation and resurrection um, facility. So no mutants can die anymore. Theoretically not. Right, or stay yeah. dead, at least. 
Because when if something happens to Gold Ball, they can just replace it with somebody else and some other brand. Yeah, he power. could be cloned in his own cloning pods. Yeah, because didn't at the beginning of the storyline, didn't they kill off Wolverine and Cyclops and like two or three other major characters? Right. And then they're all back happy. Oh, Wolverine's been killed several times in just the past couple of years. He was encased in molten adamantium, which when he uh, finally healed and came back from that, he now has his uh, heat claws power. The molten adamantium is still in him, so he can pop his claws and they're literally molten adamantium. So not only will they cut through anything, they'll burn through anything. Because oh. he didn't need any more powers. He had, right. he didn't have enough. Yeah. Cause, but while he was in the adamantium, uh, old man Logan had come back from the future and was acting in his place. To prove that he didn't die. Correct. That's clever. Good job, Marvel. <laughs> you did good work. Although they, old man Logan didn't have heat claws, so... Well, yeah, eventually the adamantium has to cool down. Um, or does it? Yeah. When dun, dun, he dun. when he fought Marvel's the devil, he regenerated from a single drop of blood. I'm dating myself, but he did. He he regenerated from a single drop of blood. Because it was the most, it was the biggest piece of them. I don't know. I'm not familiar with the story, but you know they've gone. We're talking early '80s, before I was born. I was still reading Spider-Man. I didn't get into X-Men until it was cool in college, and then back <laughs> into Spider-Man. Because comics screams cool. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, baby, I want to see my X-Men collection. So I never saw the original encounter of the Brood. I only saw when they came back, and it was about the time that they killed off um, Caliban. And Psylocke also died in that that wrap-up, too. Um, but they killed the Brood Queen in that one. I never saw the first time the Brood came in. I don't really remember too much about it, except that's when um, Carol Danvers, actually when she was depowered, when Rogue stole her powers, um, the brood experimented on her and she became binary. She got the solar powers instead of the Ms. Marvel powers that she had that were stolen. Gotcha. But that was a while ago. And I don't remember too much about it. Um, X-Men... Uncanny X-Men, maybe around 160, 170, maybe? Boy, I would... That one's beyond me. I mean, that was mid-80s, I guess. That would have been a... Before I was born. Right. <laughs> I was into black suits, Spider-Man at that point. That, that, that's about the time that Craven killed Peter, isn't it? Uh, Craven killed Peter after 
It was after the symbiote was on Venom now, but Spider-Man still wore a black costume. Uh, Peter was buried. Craven ran around in the black costume, but then the other brought Peter back from the grave. Right. Craven can only be killed by a spider. Let's flip the thing real quick. Can you think of any instances where we've invaded, like... Oh, yes. <laughs> Every Star Trek episode that the landing party went to a planet. <laughs> the you know, they, they were They were invading, and Kirk set things right. You know, it's... You know, to, to the people on the planet, the indigenous species, we were the invaders. Starship and, troopers. We're actually the aggressor in that one. Yeah. The first thing that came to my mind is that episode of uh, Futurama where we killed the spider people. <laughs> oh, yeah, the uh, 300 big boys, I think it was. With the, yeah. Everyone got the $300 tax rebate. Yep, and <laughs> Fry drinks all the coffee. Yep. $301 cups of coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think War is the H word was the other one where we invaded the spheroid planet. I don't remember that one. Oh, um, Fry and Bender want a military discount on a pack of gum, so they enlist, and then war was declared. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're, they get to go to the planet Spheron 8 or something like that, and it's basically um, bouncing balls as they're attacking. And so you can imagine yeah. all the humor that comes out of that one. Although that had one of the greatest parodies they had of M.A.S.H., the the robot was an eye hawk, and he had a switch that went from comedic to maudlin. <laughs> so it's like he'd make a joke, and then when is this all going to end? You know, flipping the switch. One of the classic little. <laughs> they had a lot of classic things, but that's one of the, the funnier ones. But yeah. Okay, so just to recap, we've touched on Star Wars, Star Trek, X Men, Spider Man, video games. Are we missing anything important right now? From uh, alien invasion standpoint? Just in general. I think we've touched on every uh, single yeah, concept. Yeah, yeah. Oh, aliens. Sigourney Weaver. Another great one. Uh, where we actually stumbled on them. I don't think they had any kind of interstellar flight or anything. But the Xenomorphs had no problem tearing us to shreds. Oh, yeah. With the, the way they adapted to each species they infected. Uh, what was the movie Prometheus? Prometheus, I was going to mention that, that, yeah. comes along with it. It has their origin. Which they're basically, aren't they created to just get rid of species like us? Right. <laughs> yeah, they... Are we missing anything, oh, Sage of the Geekdom? Was there anything on your list tonight? Well, let me go over this extremely full piece of paper I have here. (laughs) For those of you playing at home, there's nothing on it! And he's showing a piece of paper to the microphone. The the classic, the, uh, the original Alien Invasion, uh, War of the Worlds. 
Or Day the Earth Stood Still. Day the Earth Stood Still, but World of the Worlds being uh, the H.D. Wells radio pod, mm-hmm. er, podcast. Radio podcast, yes. As it would have been known if he was doing it now. Right, right, yeah. right. Didn't that, like, instill terror and, like, cause riots and stuff? Oh, yeah. people were... People calling. thought aliens were invading New Jersey. Right. They thought this... They tuned in after the program had started and didn't hear the whole disclaimer at the beginning. The whole thing was set up as, you know, a radio... News broadcast. Yeah. Grover's Mills, New Jersey. Site of an alien invasion. About what year did that all happen? I know of it. I, I've heard of the stories, but I don't know. Was this like within anyone's time frame here, or was this before? Oh no, this was, yeah, yeah, no, this would have been before we us. I'm pretty sure. Was that like the uh, "Don't shoot till you see the whites in their eyes"? I think that was a war movie. Um, they, I think they said that in a reference to it. Uh, maybe Futurama with the eyeballs. Uh, I don't remember the that aliens. one. We're stalling for time while Corey looks this up. I just need the date. I tell me. Well, we know you need a date, Corey. That's been pretty <laughs> obvious. Uh, Steven Spielberg made the movie, directed or narrated by Morgan Freeman, and Tom Cruise was the actor. Yeah, Ray Ferrier. Dakota Fanning was in that. Big fan of hers. Are you a fan of Dakota Fanning now? Or are you a fan okay, of Dakota H- Fanning? HG Wells first serialized in eighteen ninety eight. Well, that's when it would have been wrote, written, but it was Orson Welles who did the radio broadcast. Right. Uh, we're all getting out our phones. Because <laughs> that's what you want to know on a podcast. There's a bunch of people interneting. Looking stuff up. We are the Google generation. My uh, Google search history right now is animal hyphen cock. <laughs> <laughs> October 30th, 1938. Yeah, uh, don't Google animal cock. You have to remember the hyphen. <laughs> like Spider-Man, I can't stand when people forget the hyphen. So the original... This is Peter Parker, not me. The original don't shoot till you see the whites in their eyes was the Battle of Bunker Hill. There you go. Um, but I know it was used in a cartoon. That's your homework assignment for the week. Put it on our Discord if you find out the answer to our question. You won't win anything, except you'll have a happy feeling inside. Kind of like when you eat Taco Bell. (laughs) Sometimes that happy feeling comes on the outside, but... Uh, I've got to put that image of uh, that Cards Against Humanity up on our <laughs> Discord, but are you guys feeling pretty good about this one this week? Sure. Yeah, I like that. Okay, well, we're calling it wraps. Everyone have a great well, day. Well, it's either a taco or a quesadilla, not a wrap, but... <laughs> <laughs> have a good day. Bye.